Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Revelation 15. As we have seen in Revelation, some things that are described in this book are hard for us to picture. And that's because some things, for instance, some of the things John sees in heaven, he even seems to be at the limit of what human language can describe. He, he is seeing something so incredible. He, there aren't quite words that he knows in his vocabulary. So he's saying, well, it's like this and like that. And so therefore, it's hard for us maybe to get a clear mental picture of what he is describing or some of the plagues that we have seen now in the the seal judgments and the trumpet judgments. Maybe those are hard to to picture happening in the world. Well, today we're going to see something that in order for us to understand and have a good idea of what is going to happen in the future, let's go back to something that's already happened. Because we're going to see some biblical connections to something that happened way back, more towards the beginning of the Bible today. Revelation 15 uh, describes the transition to the bowl judgments, which are the final judgments. Verse 1 says, Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and amazing, seven angels with seven plagues, which are the last. For with them, the wrath of God is finished. Uh, so uh, th- these are going to complete the wrath of God in this time of tribulation. But then it says, and I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mingled with fire. Another one of those things that oh, oh, try to get a mental picture of that might be difficult. And also those who had conquered the beast and its image and the number of its name, standing beside the sea of glass with harps of God in their hands. So here these people have conquered the beast, which I think if you're wondering, well, what does that mean? I would go back down to um, chapter uh, 11, it talks about those who have conquered the the dragon. It says they conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. But here, notice the connection now it's going to make. It says, and they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God and the song of the lamb. So they sing the song of Moses. Moses. Let's go back in our Bibles to Exodus and let's remember the plagues. And after all the plagues are done, after the Red Sea has been parted and then released back to drown the Egyptians, in Exodus 15, it says, Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. And then it goes on to describe chariots chariots and his armies being cast into the sea and the floods covering them. And then in verse 11, it says, Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand, the earth 
swallowed them. You have led in your steadfast love the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. And then it describes the terror that falls among the nations surrounding Canaan and well, in Canaan, surrounding Canaan, and says finally in verse 18, the Lord will reign forever and ever. So we're getting ready to see more plagues. That's what we're going to see in the seven bowls. And this takes us back to a time when there were seven plagues on Egypt. So imagine that some of those plagues that we saw in Egypt, really in this time of tribulation, from what the Bible says, it sure looks like they get uh, some similar plagues that are much more worldwide in their scope. And that's where if you read these plagues and you think, man, I don't know if I see this happening in the world. Well, I would say time out. Do you believe the plagues in Egypt really happen? And if the answer is yes, I hope the answer is yes. Well, then why not believe what the Bible says about these plagues that are going to happen in the future? And let's start to understand the why of the plagues. And I think some of that will come out in this song we're about to read in Revelation. But just think through in Exodus some of the reasons why those plagues happened. Obviously, one is it's an expression of God's righteous judgment. God was, in a way, judging the Egyptians for things that they had done wrong. Even what you think of as maybe the worst plague, the death of the firstborn, that final plague, in many ways, that was a just judgment that the Egyptians deserved because what were they doing to the sons of the Hebrews? They were throwing them in the Nile River. God is bringing justice uh, for the, the sins that they have done. And, and similar, what we see in Revelation, it's an expression of God's righteous judgment. There's some other aspects of the plagues, if you think about them in Exodus, that might help us understand, well, what's the purpose of God's plagues in this time of, of tribulation? One is, another is the glory of God over other gods. When you study the Egyptian plagues, you, you see how many of them were connected to uh, the deities of the Egyptian society. And really there are ways to show, hey, the Lord, Yahweh, he is the one true God. The, the gods of the Egyptians are false idols with no power. And what we will see in Revelation will also point to the glory of the one true God and will reveal the idolatries of the world and their worthlessness. That's something we're also going to see in Revelation. Uh, also, in um, in the Exodus, we see the plagues showing God's power as a promise keeper. God had promised to deliver his people. And so he is showing when I make a promise, I am going to do what I have said. And I think some of the plagues that we see in this time are also in Revelation showing God's power as a promise keeper. Uh, these will bring about the fulfillment of uh, really all of his promises culminating in the end and the return of Christ in the millennial kingdom. I think we also see that God's going to finally and fully fulfill some of the promises to the nation of Israel in the culmination of this time, God is showing his power as a promise keeper. So those are some things just to keep in mind. Hopefully you learn something there as you just read through this chapter. And it's like, okay, more, more judgment, more plagues. 
Well, hopefully the connection to Exodus helps you see a little bit of why. Things like the expression of righteous judgment, the glory of God over the false gods of the world, and God's power as a promise keeper. And so what is this song in the book of Revelation? Well, let's read it now. It's there in verses 3 and 4 of chapter 15. Great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. So this is a great song here that gives us a high view of God. Maybe as you start your own prayers today, you should just start by reading and praying this song to God. And then we get another heavenly vision, the sanctuary, really the tabernacle in heaven. And the seven angels come with the seven plagues. They're clothed in pure bright linen with golden sashes. And um, we, we see even the, the sanctuary is filled with smoke uh, and it connects the smoke. The smoke is from the glory of God. So even in the, the judgment that we're going to see in these bowl judgment, these bowls of wrath, that they express the glory of God. And just maybe a, a closing thought, something if, if you're wondering, well, what do I take away from this? How do I apply this to my life today? If there's just one phrase even in this chapter, I would encourage you to chew on, to think about in light of all of this, the majesty of God that we see in the scene in heaven, the majesty of God displayed in the plagues that are going to be poured out on the earth. One of those statements in that song is this, who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name. I would encourage you to reflect on how is your life today going to reflect those two things? How is your life today going to reflect a fear of the Lord? And how are you going to seek to glorify the name of the Lord today? And that's where you can get hopefully pretty specific in your application. Maybe, hey, there's some temptation I know I'm going to face today, but if I really think through that temptation in light of the fear of the Lord, I'll think about it differently. Or maybe there's ways where through your attitude, through your words or other things, you can really seek to glorify the name of the Lord today. So some of the things we see in Revelation may be hard to relate to, but looking back in Exodus, I hope that helps us give context and just thinking about God and who he is. I hope that leads to some direct application to all of our lives today. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.